Hello everyone, thank you for joining me. I'm Vishnu Malhotra and this is the latest episode of America's Recap. We look back at the most important events of the past week and I deliver them straight to you. No bias, no junk, no bullshit. And uh, we're going to look at the most important stories, the most impactful ones, and make sure that you understand every single one. And then at the end, I'm going to have a discussion with Adam Zarak and Tamor Nawaz over reopening sports, whether to do it this fall, next spring, or even longer. But for now, I'm going to get started with what happened, starting with what happened one week ago, when over last weekend, President Trump signed a multitude of executive orders in order to deliver relief after Congress couldn't pass any bills. One of the orders provides an extra $300 per week in federal unemployment benefits until December. The second will defer the 6.2% social security tax on employees making less than $100,000 per year until the end of this year, at which point they will have to pay back that tax. The third will recommend that all federal and state agencies continue to ban evictions. And the final one will allow student loan borrowers to suspend monthly payments on federal loans until the end of this year. And all of those payments will be interest-free. Moving on to Monday, Lebanon's Prime Minister Hassan Diab resigned amidst concerns that negligence and corruption were some of the main factors in the Beirut explosion last week. In his resignation speech, Diab noted how Lebanon continues to struggle with deep corruption, some of which led to the tragedy in Beirut. His government will be replaced in the coming months. A California court ordered Uber and Lyft to reclassify their drivers as employees instead of independent contractors, which would make drivers eligible for benefits such as minimum wage, overtime, and paid sick leave. The decision would apply only in California, and both companies have 10 days to appeal to it. It's the result of a controversial California law known as AB5. It creates a far stricter set of rules to be able to classify your employees as independent contractors. Both Uber and Lyft said they would leave California if the law was put in place. On Tuesday, Joe Biden announced that California Senator Kamala Harris will be his vice president if he is elected as president in November. Harris is the first black and Asian American woman to be a major party nominee for the vice presidency, and she will face Mike Pence in debates around October. The Big Ten Conference, which is a league for 10 major college athletic departments, voted to postpone sports such as football, cross-country, and soccer until the spring of 2021 at the earliest. The decision will set a precedent for the vast majority of colleges to consider avoiding contact sports this fall, which could trickle down to high school teams as well. Russian President Vladimir Putin announced that Russia had become the first country to approve an experimental COVID-19 vaccine. It's titled Sputnik 5 after the uh, Sputnik uh, space shuttle that, you know, Russia was one of the first to send into space. The vaccine has raised a lot of skepticism because relatively few details of the vaccine have been published and it hasn't even entered phase three testing, which is very important because that's the phase where you distribute it to thousands of people in real life to be considered against a placebo. It's widely considered that this has been accelerating the track of Russia's vaccine and that it might not be as effective as they say. On Wednesday, the U.S. federal government purchased 100 million doses of Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine in exchange for $1.5 billion. 
the U.S. will have the option to purchase another 400 million doses, and the already purchased vaccines will be provided free to all individuals in the U.S. They purchased it at $15 per dose, which is relatively low compared to other companies. On Thursday, President Trump announced that Israel and the United Arab Emirates had agreed to end decades of hostility in a historic deal that will resume trade, communication, travel, and diplomacy between the Jewish and Arab nation. Trump heralded the deal as a sign of peace between Arab and Jewish neighbors in the Middle East. And in addition, Israel's annexation of the West Bank will be put on hold as an effort to normalize relations in the area. The U.S. was the brokering party in the deal, meaning they helped to help it all come together. The Justice Department formally accused Yale University of illegally discriminating against Asian American and white students in their admissions process. And they're threatening to file a lawsuit if Yale doesn't change their policies. So the investigation concluded that Asian and white applicants are just 10 to 25% as likely to be accepted into the university as African American applicants with comparable academic records. They're suing because they consider race to be a factor at multiple points in the admission process rather than what affirmative action says, which allows for race to be considered as one additional factor on top of everything. Yale obviously uh, disputed the claim and they will not be changing their policies. Both Apple and Google pulled mobile game Fortnite from their app stores after the app introduced its own payment system to bypass the 30% cut that each company takes from all in-app purchases. So Apple and Google take a 30% cut of any purchase you make in an app on either of their app stores. It's been a huge discussion over antitrust and monopolistic tendencies because if you want to publish an app, you have to go by either Apple or Google. And uh, as a result, Fortnite, uh, which is a mobile game application, tried to circumvent it and they were taken off the app store. This is an extreme escalation. Spotify, Netflix, and Amazon have been just some of the companies who've been involved in this sort of uh, battle. On Friday, the USPS warned 46 states that it cannot guarantee that all ballots cast by mail before the November election deadline will arrive in time to be counted. This could potentially invalidate millions of votes made close to the deadline. Uh, the stress of this year's mostly mail-in voting election combined with cost-cutting moves. Uh, so very recently, they de decommissioned 10% of the post office's sorting machines under the new uh, Postmaster General. And these are the likely causes for some of the delays. So what it means is all states are urging the voters to vote before the deadline, maybe weeks before the deadline, just so you're sure that your vote gets counted. The United States Nations Security Council rejected a U.S. plan to extend a 13-year-old arms embargo on Iran, with two votes from Russia and China voting against the U.S., so the U.S., since they left the nuclear deal, the U.S. left the Iran nuclear deal more than two years ago, the Security Council decided that the U.S. does not have the authority to extend or announce new sanctions on Iran. That means that as of October 18th of this year, Iran will be able to purchase military equipment. Um, a federal appeals court shot down California's ban on large-capacity magazines. The court ruled 2-4 to four to decide that the law infringes upon the Second Amendment. So the law which dictated that any magazine with more than 10 bullets was banned in the state, uh, the court found it to be uh, excessive and unconstitutional, and the law will now be taken down. That 
is all the stories for the week. And uh, just as a quick disclosure, I use stories from the Wall Street Journal, the Washington Post, NPR, and more to get a better idea of opinions on both sides of the political spectrum. I use more bias sources like CNN and Fox News not to get the news stories, but to understand the thoughts behind each side of the political aisle. And now I'm going to have a discussion with Adam Zarok and Tamar Nawaz. We're going to be talking about something that's very close to the homes of many teenagers today, and that is what will happen with sports in the fall. We're going to talk about it right now. I'm here now with Adam Zarak and Tamor Nawaz, and what we're going to talk about is something that is very important to almost every student right now, and that is sports in the fall. And all across the country, schools and colleges and professional leagues are debating on whether or not they should reopen sports in this fall. Actually, this past week, Florida's uh, committee decided that they will continue sports such as football uh, in the coming weeks. And I want to start off by asking each of you what your personal experience has been with sports, how it's impacted your life. Um, I'll actually, I can go first. Um, I've played some basketball. And, And, you know, I'm not very good at either of them, but, but I really enjoy playing and it's been actually a great source of like making friends and having a lot of fun. Uh, So what about either of you? What about Taymor? Okay, since I think Adam's going to have the longest story yeah, about yeah. it, I'll go first. Definitely. So, for the past, like, three, four years, I've been playing basketball, running cross-country, and playing tennis. But the only one I really felt attachment to was tennis. I kind of fell in love. Like, I fell out of love with basketball and cross-country. But, like, I'm grateful and happy of the times we had times we had I had both because just some memories that you really couldn't get in any other sport especially with Vishnu and Adam being on the team with them but since like I felt that I wasn't I kind of had to come to the truth that like yeah I'm not really enjoying it as much I'm not really putting as much work into it I don't really care about it as much anymore I might as well just do something I actually care about Mm and tennis I still care about so I stick with it that makes sense that's good what about Adam? What about you? Okay, you're the longest. so I play four sports throughout the year. I do football, I play basketball, I do weightlifting, and then I also run track and field. So. Swole Adam, swole Adam. <laughs> so, okay, so football, I like football. The, uh, yeah, I would say football was my favorite because <laughs> it was more than just like the experiences on the field. It was more the experiences like in the locker room or after practice or even during practice, like as soon as we touched the field, we for a game, everything was serious. And that's what everyone saw, like, from the stands, that we were always serious and we were always, like, aggressive football players or whatever. But right off the field or right in practice or right in the locker room, we were always having fun and always messing around and just being teenagers, essentially. And that was the most fun part about being in a, something that's bigger than me. Same thing mm-hmm. with basketball. I would say track and field would be the one sport that I fell out of love with because, I mean – while I did, like, begin my journey of fitness, like, with running, track and field kind of, like, almost killed it because, like, the state of just cont- – because I'm a long-distance runner. I do the 800 and I do the 1600. Just running in a circle continuously. <laughs> like, And not even just running in a circle continuously. Running in a circle, but waiting, like, four hours for you to run in a circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, like, the most boring part. And the sunburns. Mm-hmm. So – but, yeah, I think so, sports is – okay, now, 
you got it. You got it. Okay. So uh, I think that all three of us can agree that like sports plays a very important part in our lives. Like in terms of like mental health and happiness, I, do we all agree on that? Like it's a very important part of a high school. It's an important part oh, of social lives and stuff. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So then moving with that, um, I want to ask Adam something specific, and it's about football because you're the only one of us who's played football. And that is, I think, in my opinion, just by reading the news and seeing what's happening, that's the biggest sport on what will happen moving forward with it. Like I just said, Florida decided that they will move forward with it in the next few weeks. And a lot of people are concerned because that is a contact-heavy sport. And while you're playing football, you're not going to be wearing masks, obviously. You're going to be right on the field. And uh, I'll ask you from a high school perspective. When you have 10, 20, 30 high schools competing against each other and students from different schools mingling within, do you think it creates a good opportunity for the virus to spread? Or do you think it's relatively safe because they're small teams? Or What's your thoughts? Well, as much as I love football, I'm going to have to side against it here and say it's there's no way to keep the entire environment safe in football, whether it's the fans in the stands, whether it's everyone on the team together congregated on each side of the field, or just the players themselves, heavily the linemen, which is the position I play, Mm -hmm. which is the most contact-heavy section of the game because, A, as soon as we're waiting for the snap count, I am less than a foot in front of the person against me, right? Yeah. We're basically feeling each other's breaths in an essence, right? <laughs> that, as much as I, as much as I enjoyed that, <laughs> it's not the most safe, you know. Yeah, it's not the most safe. Oh um, no, it's not. It, actually, no, it's not safe at all. Yeah, exactly. And I think the biggest problem with sports isn't playing within your own school. Yeah, that's like bound to have problems, right? But the danger is, at least from my point of view. What if you have a school that's doing really well in containing the virus and they're having very few cases? Uh, you have another good. school that has a ton. You mix those two together, the football team or the basketball team or the soccer team could easily spread that throughout the school. Do you yeah. agree with that? Or yeah, I was about more? to say 100%. that like our our school, right? Academy mm-hmm. plays a lot of games or, or a lot of people in our was a district region, like yeah. our level of a level our level of play aren't even local. You, it's at least an hour drive. Sometimes y'all are going down to Miami, right? Oh, now, yeah. Yeah, imagine if y'all going down to Miami right now where the most COVID cases in Florida are. <clears throat> yeah, good point. It'd be We'd be lucky to even say that. And I think the best – I was about – I wanted to chime in earlier about this, but I think the way you want to look at, like, sports done, like sports done right is the NBA. The NBA mm, has handled yeah. this phenomenally well, yeah, aside thing. from letting Lou Williams go to the strip club. But mm-hmm. that is beside <laughs> the point – the point is, though, they've been able to report twice now zero cases in the bubble. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know and those who are listening, the NBA made a basically a bubble where the players and every faculty member that goes in is tested and they're contained within that bubble. So it kind of prevents any infection from entering. The problem is you cannot do that with high school or college teams. Yeah. Um, and well, that's... College. College, you might. To an extent, but... college, you could you could get away with it, especially like you know because college colleges do take their sports team seriously, and I'm pretty sure right. they have the facilities to do that. Mm-hmm. However, high school not gonna happen. Okay, no, right, definitely yeah. not gonna happen. Not even uh, in like your public schools. Yeah, so that's another question. So I think a lot of people are kind of anti, like they're saying it's not safe. But the other question is, how long can you wait? 
like you could say, let's not do it this fall. Let's do it in spring of 2021. But we have to remember, and Tamor, I think you mentioned this out. You said this a lot before. The virus isn't going to be gone by like the beginning of next year. Maybe not even by the middle of next year. It could take till the end of 2021 for this to be completely over. Okay. And yeah. All right. So let me. I'm going to reiterate it. People that are like usual listeners, you'll probably know what I'm talking about. But the vaccine is slated for early 2021. Now, with Russia announcing that they have a vaccine and all, and that might be January, but I'd expect it to be March or April, to be, on, to be quite honest with you. Just because that happens, though, the virus will not magically go away. Think of COVID as like the flu. The flu is bad. It's not good, but we have a we it's not a big deal. Get your flu shot, get that vaccinated, you'll be fine. That's what mm-hmm. COVID's gonna be like. It's gonna be another, it's that's I'm calling it, it's gonna be like the flu. Mm-hmm. So once this vaccine comes around, then yeah, like life goes back to semi normal. But that right. vaccine has to get distributed, people might not be having the vaccine, it's still gonna have to be a little bit on edge about that. I'd probably call it until. End of twenty twenty one is when things will go back to normal, normal, like the so way there, everything yeah. was prior to March. Yeah, so there has to be a point at which you phase in sports, and I think like for high school wise, it'll it'll be decided on a case by case. But what I think is more important is college and professional sports, because yeah. what we're forgetting is, especially, well, actually, no, with both, is that they bring heavy um, amounts of tourists to that town or to that location of the game. And it's hurting a lot of areas that have businesses that are just focused on people who come in for the football games or come into college towns to uh, play the game. So it's like a ripple effect. Um, So as far as college sports go, let's say college football, what are you thinking? What is your thoughts on that? College football. If we're talking about like you know, the you know the Big Ten and stuff, like, yeah, so I don't know. They, I don't know a lot about college football, so like yeah. people so, maybe listening and be like, Who the, "What the? What is this kid talking about?" It's like, yeah, yeah bear with me here. Mm-hmm. But as far as it goes, they could get away with it to an extent. The thing about the NBA is that that started. That wasn't just continuing a season. They're not in season yet. So if I don't know how they managed to kick off a season in this kind of thing, but they could get away with, you know, putting, I guess, almost like different divisions and districts mm-hmm. and having just kind of having a, like some preliminaries and then going into the playoffs. So like a shorter season, mm-hmm. but still a season nonetheless. Okay. Adam, so what like are your thoughts? Oh, wait, no, keep going. So like if I, let's say if I was, you know, running this i'd have certain part like certain stadiums or certain cities hold certain parts of the parts of the district or certain districts right and have them play it out there next stage move those teams somewhere else and just basically have like basically have it until like one team comes out then bring those teams into one spot have them quarantined of course getting ready Getting ready. By that time, honestly, I'm pretty sure fact the cases would have gone down dramatic, dramatically, and such. And oh yeah, all this is with no view, no live viewership. No fans can come up, come out. Similar, they'd be kept in similar consistent, similar circumstances to the NBA bubble. 
mm-hmm. bring them, but you bring in the teams for like some sort of playoff and have that just that you know have that go down. Yeah, Adam, so, what's your? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I know no, I'm like no, kind of rambling, but basically the whole idea of it behind it is that since there's more teams in college football than there are in like the NBA, you can really. It's just that's just the way I would approach to, of of trying to continue it while keeping as much social distancing as possible. It's definitely a lot and maybe slightly overkill. The NFL would be able to have it easy is easier to be honest. Okay, that makes sense. That's a plan. What about Adam? What do you think about professional sports like college and then professional athletics? Well, considering Tay basically said it all already, but I'm gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I think no, but he he is right. I'm I think professional more organized on like big organizations who run like professional sports teams and stuff like that i think they can potentially get away with this and try and continue mm-hmm. a season or either like like Tamor said make it a smaller like a smaller season and then go straight into a playoffs mm-hmm. it could work as far as non-contact sports go do you think they'll increase in popularity like tennis like uh what are some other sports that are not golf? Like, that? Golf, golf is a good one. <laughs> yeah. Do you think they'll increase in popularity as far as high schools go and colleges go? Like, no, 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 no. If you know high school culture, no one's gonna play those sports because, yeah, no, it's not. No, I mean, mm-hmm. people might go play it like recreationally. I can imagine that, mm-hmm. but among the high school, no, it's not gonna get. It's not gonna gain tra- traction because keep in mind the whole idea is that you don't want people together. So if you're going to do tennis, yeah. you're probably going to do it without viewership. So it's not yeah. going to – so Friday Night Lights isn't going to become d- doubles. Yeah. It's not going to become a doubles match. It's just – Friday Night Lights is just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Sorry to break it to you, but it's yeah. not going to happen. I, uh, I mean, it, it's a lot of uncertainty, but I think the most, like, interesting question – and I said it earlier – is that, like, when? When can you start to move back into football really safely? Because, like, it's – and this is going to be – we're going to have eventually a, a really good discussion on this, and that is how is our country going to handle a vaccine? Because there is a, like a huge um, idea in our country against conforming to like helping all of society uh, like by giving up a little bit of your personal freedom. I'm not saying that's good or bad. I'm not. I'm really not. But what I mean is that it's going to be so tough to distribute a vaccine that it, it's kind of uncertain whether or not, like, sports will ever reopen completely safely. Um, I don't know. Do you agree or do you disagree with that? I mean, if the anti-vaxxers can suck it up and just get the damn vaccine. Y'all also got to think about this. Anti-vaxxers are a small minority of – they're just a vocal minority. Well, not uh-huh. everyone's an anti-vaxxer. I know, it's just well, funny to bring them up. <laughs> well, one thing, the reason I'm bringing it up, I get it, it's funny because, like, anti-vaxxers are pretty funny. But the, the reason I'm bringing it up is because, and I know polls aren't everything, but there was recently a poll that said 30% of Americans would not be willing to I saw that. I need to, I was going to oh, look, yeah, into, I saw that. I was gonna look um, into that more because I felt like that was, I knew it was Fox News and I guess I'm like, not very trusting of mainstream media. I'm more so like for mm-hmm. academics or maybe like or like academic academic publications or more central like more like towards centered towards that kind of stuff. Like if I saw Mayo Clinic pu- publish that or something, right? Then I take That's... it a bit more seriously. Or if I saw that on like a local newspaper or something like that, mm-hmm. I take it a yeah. bit more serious. I still need to look into that more, and then I can really make an inference of how I feel about mm-hmm. all of this. 
Yeah, that is definitely a much bigger conversation. But as far as the sports argument goes, I think we've gone through with it. I, I mean, it's it's beneficial to a lot of people, and a lot of people love their sports. But as far as high school goes right now, I don't think any of us think it's really possible. But um, this was a great conversation. Thank you all for listening, and thank you both to Adam and Taymor for yeah, yeah. coming on. Thank yeah, you. of course, man. Everyone have a good week, oh and my God, join, us, join us next week. <laughs> thank you. Yep. Bye. Mm-hmm.